Dave Cardo Gale, the Scottish Sports Line on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome once again to Sports Line Show here on Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3 and 92.7 FM in association with their Credit Union. Today's show, joined as always, co presenter Pat McNamara. And we're going to be discussing, as we have done all year, we have previewed all the games in the, champ- in the Holland Championship. This time we're going to review the progress and, and participation of the teams <coughs> in the Senior Holland Championship and Intermediate. And we're joined by our three regular analysts that we've had all year, Sean O'Halloran, Kevin O'Regan and Denny Chaplin, as we said, as we pour through the fortunes of the clubs. Lads, you're all very welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Pat, first of all, look, at the Munster Championship is up on us. Uh, Clendard obtained Kildangan at, at the weekend, but... Your overall thoughts on the Clare Holland Championship as we look back? Well, the bits I saw of it, we saw some games obviously we were covering and a few other games. Overall, it was very enjoyable. Um, surprise finalists, I think. Everyone will agree as well. Semi, maybe surprise fin- semi finalists to an extent as well. A um, lot of enjoyable games. Um, I thought it was a good championship, actually. actually. I can't remember too, ma- too many series, one sided hidings. I know we'll be talking about structures later on. And uh, we'll have time to talk about that then. But again, but you know, a lot of clubs with, with maybe younger players coming up like Scarif and Tony Quinn, I think showed signs of 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 a really strong future. Um, Clonair, obviously, as the lads would have sure like we've all said it several times here at this stage, it's nearly like a a a, a, a rec- suck on the record. A team with great players for the last ten or twelve, fifteen years should have won more, didn't. But seem to get their act together in terms of unity and 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 pulling together and uh, I don't know whatever troubles they had down there seem to be able to get rid of them anyway. Maybe someone will give more detail on that. But really, they were very impressive. And I thought, I thought, just you know, we know Belly and the Bridge have had very very strong teams in recent years, and you know we're competitive in Munster. But I, I just thought Clannair played a really good brand of hurling, and I thought maybe you know they're a team that could push on in Munster. But look with the likes of Belly Gunner and the Pearshig, one of them will be on I know soon, but. You know, it's very hard to come out of Munster, but you know, I think they have a chance of, of doing of, of being very, very competitive, which is a good Prasheen really got the most out of their players. Uh Fiekel, I think, did the same, except for a disappointing semi final. Uh Scarif, as we said, promising. Uh the bridge will be disappointed, I suppose, but look, we can't stay at the top all the time. And you know, they have been at the top for a long time. Bellier, uh again, either the bridge or Bellier won't be gone for long. They'll both be back again, so uh, that's a given. Uh, teams that might be disappointed with their, how they finished up have been maybe Newmarket, Aerog. <coughs> um, of course, Clare Castle being relegated is a big issue for them, but that's another story. But uh, overall, the games I saw, I thought the stand was decent. I thought it was a lot of good forward play. And I thought um, it was a good competition and it was well supported. I thought a lot of the earlier games had fine attendances. The final, the, the attendance at the final, I thought, at 5,000 and a half or something, was disappointing. One time I think. Clare finals bring seven, eight, nine thousand, maybe up to ten on a, on, a, on a big one. But look, overall, very enjoyable. Sorry, you can ask for um, plenty of good attacking places by, by, by lots of teams, and uh, maybe hopefully one or two players discovered for the county squad. But again, that's for another discussion as well. John, we were here when we were here the last night, we was pre county final, and you know, you all give where we give Clendera the night, but they delivered it long last. I know they've been promising, you know, for so long, finally, they got over the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They, they really had a, a, a great year and finished it off in style. Um, I, I think I refer to you know the management and you know I don't want to be happening on over, but they, they seem to get it right. You know, you know from game to game, and I, we were all expecting the day might come and they mightn't be able to deliver on their earlier performance, but they certainly did and did it in in style in, in the final. Um, I, I suppose. 
they have a big hurdle to, to jump now in Kildangan, but you know, Kildangan aren't world beaters either. You know, Pat right, right pointed out, you know, the other side of it is going to be very strong. But in general, I thought the championship was good. I, 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 I you know, I enjoyed it. And I, to me, the, the two teams that came through for me, Slayer, you know, namely Scarif and, and Fiekel were. I thought they were a revelation in the sense that, okay, they didn't perform, you know, to their, to, to their earlier promise in in the semi final, but they still have made a lot of ground up, and you know, I, I still think that, you know, they're not far off of it, and and especially Scarab because they're a very young team and they're coming forward, uh, you know, with um, a, a, a nice flair and a nice game plan and to just on the day they may, didn't maybe perform in the semi-final but I still think there's more in them you know uh, I, I think in general um, you know the, some of the intermediate games actually were, were very entertaining as well some great games in it and I suppose we all said that Corofin were were going to be the team to beat come the final and it, it worked out that way Danny was probably the only one that he, that they didn't but and th- that's understandable too but you know his own club were, were playing and um, I, I suppose and, and they proved last Sunday when they, yeah. went, when they went down to Nina you know they really performed per- performed very well yeah, and, well and done, well serious done to representatives of, of the county yeah well done to call a fitness Kevin your neighbours up there and your amalgamated partners you know good to get a win in Munster and look at they were, they were the favourites in the get go in the Intermediate Championship and they proved it very much much the case No absolutely you have to give credit to them and they seem to have maybe gone by last Sunday's performance that the shackles are off them now and they really got the max out of themselves and no word he'd like to James Organ play it score four points in play and he hadn't started in any of the games during the Clare Championship I know he was recovering from injury at Clare Minor in 2022 um, but yeah Cora Finn they're probably favourites from a long way out realistically um, and they're getting better in each particular day um, I think even today against the bridge inside in the park I'm sure the bridge were just point with their performance and that they didn't take the chances that they were that was there for them um, but I was always felt that um, Corfin had them at a kind of arm's length um, the better hurlers were on the Corfin team the classy players and like the Killian O'Connor was exceptional today at the county final by all accounts he's exceptional last weekend again um, Connor Lean very very strong um, you have the Cahills um, the two Kellys as well they probably don't get a lot of the limelight um, Groat hits the freeze Michal very consistent over the last number of years scoring 1-3 1-2 1-4 from corner forward every, every, every day he goes out a real um important player for them they've Jamie Malone as well so they're very very worthy winners in the Intermediate Championship um, just staying in the Intermediate Championship like it was a disappointing into year I suppose I have connections with both Tull and Rowan um, Rowan my home club um, I feel they probably overachieved getting the semi-final in a lot of ways um, they, they probably were looking to get out of the group the group they're in was relatively weak um, they did a good win the quarter f- um in the in the quarter final, but Corfin had the measure of him very much so in the semi final. Um, Tulla would be very disappointed really to lose out to t- six point bridge in, in their semi final. Um, they would have had significant expectations. They had a, a big win against Wycott in the quarter final, played exceptionally well, but um, the bridge had their measure. Like Tulla, like I'd say, there's been a lot of kind of talk since then. Just why didn't they show up? Um, it was probably more maybe a mental motivation issue as opposed to a hurling issue but they have to go back to the drawing board again and it's the championship next year we've already mentioned Clare Caster are going to be in the intermediate championship in 2024 so are Wolf Tones um, they're going to be exceptionally strong 
won Twan's finish of the year very high last weekend winning the Junior B Championship so like they they have good strong players in, in, in their senior ranks um, and they're going to be challenged and they, they'll be looking to win intermediate next year as will Clare Castle like Clare Castle they're going to finish the year well as well they've got to the semi-final under 21A Championship they're probably underdog, like, underdogs against Ina Kilimona in a couple of weeks time but this time of year matches are a lottery and Clare Castle are going to get a lot out of that under 21 campaign mm-hmm. um, just in relation to the senior championship just to follow up on what um, Pat and Sean were saying I think there's no doubt that Clannar were worthy winners they're probably the, the, the standout team from a long way out um, Crosheen you have to give them credit for getting there they took the opportunity with the with the fine print getting out of their group um, they had a big win against Newmark in the quarter final they were um Absolutely exceptional in the semi-final against Scarf. Really, a day for the ages against Crosheen. The Crosheen team to won two championships 10 or 12 years ago, probably never played as well as that particular Crosheen performance against Scarf in the semi-final. Scarf, I'm sure, very disappointed, but they have a bright, bright future ahead, I think. They'll have taken a huge amount of experience from that. And um, I'd say they'll be gunning to go at least one step better and more um, in 2024. Um, Fiekel are a team that I really liked all year long I thought they played as a team like very great spirits some fantastic performances like um, Con Smith centre back was impressive Evan McMahon full back Adam Hogan obviously was standing um, like even the likes of elder statesmen like Raymond Ban, a real leader I thought up front Gary Gilfile the great um, cameo appearance in the, in, in the quarter final as well so they should be very happy with the year as well but like the preseason will be starting again fairly soon, so it's a long road back to work, get get back to there again. Um, but yeah, very very entertaining summer from the first of August on. Um, very entertaining intermediate senior championships and Easter teams are very prominent. Denny, your thoughts and uh, and congratulations to you and winning the Junior A Championship since you were here. Yeah, I meant to say the same thing. That's yeah. the first thing we should have said was congrats to Denny and the Broadford and winning the Junior A. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I won't let you out of it. And the senior championship, I just thought, you know, as the boys said, it was a very enjoyable championship. There was a lot of good games, a lot of very competitive games. Um, I I felt that, you know, Clannara from maybe the outset, I think if we go back to the first round, they they, they looked impressive from, the, from day one. And they can, every day they went out, they improved. I, I thought, you know, I thought they'd looked winners from a long way out and they duly did. And, you know, as as Sean said, they're, they're going to give that monster a right crack this weekend. Um, I, I was equally, like Kevin said, in Scarif and Fiekel were equally impressive. Um, Bradford, when we played Fiekel, it was a, a winner-takes-all game down in, in, in the bridge that day. And, like, we can say Bradford didn't turn up, but... When you look at it, Fiekel didn't let him turn up either. Fiekel just done what they had to do and they comfortably beat Bradford that day, who had maybe two weeks before had run Erog really close and probably had a chance of beating Erog. But, you know, Fiekel improved, I, I thought, as the year went on. And they probably gave Clannara maybe the best game they got in the semi final for long periods of that, you know, in the, especially in the first half. It was nip and tuck. Clannara did pull away in the second half, but uh, I, I felt Fiekel were very, very competitive. And, and, and you know, the young lads are starting to come through now, and, and they, have a right, they have a right good future, equally with Scarif. I just felt Scarif were 
Savage impressive in the earlier rounds and the quarter final, you know, but then the semi final it seemed to be they're a young, they're a very young team. Maybe they froze a small bit on the day the day got them like and Crushin. Like if Crushin hit the ball over the shoulder against Gareth it was going over the bear. Turn around the county final, they had eleven wides in the first half. They had no wide in the first fifty minutes. They had three wides uh, against Gareth. Yeah, but it, you know, in the first half yeah. they had none. Uh, and and everything they hit went over the bear. Whereas in the county final, they had eleven wides. You know, if they had those eleven wides against Gareth, Scarif possibly have gone on and 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 got to the county final. But I just thought the day the semi final, it seemed to get to them a small bit. And it does happen to young teams, you know, getting to getting to that stage for the first time. Um, I'm sure that there'll, there'll be talks of, of them starting early enough this, again next year because there is real potential in that Scarif team. Um, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, as a championship, I think from a long ways out, Clonlara were the, were the favourites and duly delivered. Now, a big disappointment for me was the bridge. And, you know, that's a personal thing. I thought their performances in all three of their group games were below par. They did beat Crushin, but... Struggled to beat him. Crushin had, had had maybe four shots of goal in the last ten minutes, and the bridge ended up winning by three points. But there was doubt. Clannaro just wiped him off the field in the second round, and the last day against the Mills, the bridge were just totally dependent on on Carl Malone. Now he scored from midfield. I think he scored eight points that yeah. day, and and you know, he gave a performance, but he got just no backup, and and it's very disappointing. And, for somebody that's following the bridge all my life to see the 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 lack of it's a young fellow has been introduced and there was no game planned <clears throat> that was my big disappointment with the championship this year was the bridge um other other teams in that probably impressed at times um i suppose i have to say the market did impress in the group stages but i did call it and i said they met nothing, and they came out in the quarterfinal, and they were duly beaten. But it, it just the easy group games often don't don't work. But they were impressive in those group games. Um, I mean, we'll say no more about them. And <laughs> uh, the relegation, as the lad said, it's going to make a, a really, really tough intermediate championship next year. You know, two teams gone down that have been Castle senior since forever. Like you know, I, I can't remember them playing in the intermediate ranks. I, I just can't. It's years. Two, um, two Munster club winners and yeah, the recent past, yeah. Yeah, and Wolf and Tones, you know, down. Well, Wolf Tones were down in 2016, I think they came up. Yeah. But it's, they're at that level now, but it's going to make the Intermediate Championship. You know, with Corofin gone out of it now, I suppose all of us said Corofin and Tulla, Whitegate, they were three of your four favourites at the start of the year. Corofin and Tulla got to the semi final. Corofin obviously won it, but. You know, Tully getting to the semi-final. I think, I know that the bridge beat him, but the fact that David McInerney and Dara Corey were injured on the day had a big bearing on it as well. And I think um, young Bolton got injured during the game. So your three of their marquee players didn't finish. Well, sorry, the the two injured players came on for the last few minutes. But, you know, the bridge did, we can say they did a number of them, but... It's the third year in a row that the bridge have met in either the quarter final or semi final with with Tulla. Mm. So, you know, they they got one over them and in the county final then that bridge team, you know, they had so many chances in the second half. I think they had they had seven shots at goals in a row at the start of the second half. Every one of them were wide. You know, Corofin 
we're worthy winners now and we're the best team on the day but that doesn't mean you'll win finals and if the bridge had taken even half of them chances you know Corofin going for that first one in a while were finding it hard to just get over that line and and you'll often see that you know it is nearly the fear of losing will stop you from winning rather than the, the, the drive to win it whereas the bridge had no fear of losing because they weren't expected to win it anyway you know so they could go out and just hold away and <coughs> I suppose it's the one the one game this year that Alan Mulready was held and, and there's credit due to the the Corofin full back line for that because if he had been allowed with uh, the freedom that he got against Bud Ike and Tulla, I, I I mean I would possibly have seen the bridge winning that intermediate championship, but he he wasn't and they didn't. So overall I think both championships we had some really very enjoyable matches. Um there's a great, I, I, I think there's a great buzz about Clare, about Club Holland and Clare at the moment. You know, it's coming back to what it was in the 90s. Maybe we don't have that, we might want to win seven or eight months <coughs> of clubs in a row. But there's really competitive games now in the championship. You know, from the, the, the eight teams that got to the quarterfinal, realistically any one of them in both championships could have gone on and win them. Because the, there's that kind of a level there, you know, there's no, there isn't much between the top eight or ten teams in any of the championships. And as well as that too, Danny, you were talking about having great games. A lot of the games are taken out at the QC Park. They were out at, at, at well, all the local venues as well. And that, I, I, that, I, that done a lot. I'm an advocate for that for years. I'm saying there should be the first game that should be in QC Park should be the semi-finals. There should be no games played there under the semi-finals. It should be something for the younger holders in the county to attain to. Take you know, we, we all played um, club hurling for years. and I remember my first game in Cusick Park was actually a county final and uh, we had played the whole championship in 82 no we didn't get to county final sorry we did we lost the replay and the first game in 82 was actually in Cusick Park and that time they were played everywhere Kilkish and Tulla and this year for the first time you know they were going back and there was a bit of an atmosphere at every game I felt yeah. you, you take four or five hundred people into Cusick Park should they're lost when you spread them around. You take four or five people, hundred people into the sideline in Tulla. You have an atmosphere there and there's a bit of banter in the sideline and there's a bit of crack in the stand. And, you know, I, I felt it made for the, it made for the games and it really improved uh, the atmosphere and, and, and everything at the games. Yeah, and this just before we, we, we get on to reviewing the local teams, uh, Munster Club is starting this weekend, Kevin, and uh, Clandera coming up again, Kildangan, Donna Madden coming up again, John O'Mara, they had many a battle with, with the bridge in Clandera. Um, how do you see this one going? Like, I suppose Kildangan might go into this favours just because they've that bit of experience in Munster Club, they won the Tipperary Championship recently enough, and plus it's down in Turles. Um But I think Clandera do have a serious chance because they'll have had their celebrations a couple of weeks ago they've got back down to work now again and they'll see this like we like the lads alluded earlier there is a character because Bally Gunner will probably be very very strong favourites to win it out um, and, and the Pearsick they, they wanted him and lock each other out on the other side so there's a real character to get to um, a, a Munster Club semi or final there um, I give Clanara a serious serious chance because they're a serious team like in every single line of the team and we might get to talk whether tonight or another time about potential players coming into the Clare uh, senior setup, and there's definitely guys within within Clanlaird that have put their hands up um, during the, during the championship campaign. So they'll be going down to going down to um, Simple Stadium. 
against Kildare with a real kind of um, determination to get a result out of it and they've absolutely nothing to fear. Now I will say um, the Kildare and Turles match the replay particularly was an exceptional game of Ireland um, very very enjoyable and, and Kildare the same day like Turles went four points up with about ten minutes to go and, and Kildare finished so strong the last ten minutes and won it so like they're cock a hoop after that as well and there's been a few comments from some of the Kildare lads afterwards as well to prove a point to Liam Cal. so there's going to be a lot of motivation of the Kildare set up too I suppose Kildare will have the, well, will have the advantage of John O'Mara being intimately knowledgeable of, of the Clanlara lads too so making for an intriguing game and it, it should be a cracker Sean invariably when Clare teams go to, go to their own county championship they play way better when they go to the Munster yeah. the shackles are off What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah. Given that Kildangan didn't get a chance to play the Munster Club the last time when they won their county championship. That's true, very true, yeah. But uh, ironically, board players uh, or board managers actually represented the Clare and the Minor All Ireland or both playing in the winning team in, as you know, in, in, in 97. 97. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, now you were kind of hanging around yourself doing a bit uh, that small time, bit, John, yeah. yeah, 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 a small bit. But the, the, the point is, uh, as I see it, Clonera actually have got a good bit more time to prepare than Kildangan have and you know if we go on the premise that, that they actually have, have you know improved from every game in, within, the, the, within, the, within the, the county I, I, I give them a good chance actually you know a performance and as you, you rightly said you know clear teams actually threw off the check look at look at Corofin last yeah. week you know I know we, we all we, we said the whole time in relation to Corofin that if we had if they had Tamer Cahill fully fit and being honest he was the difference less under he was yeah I for mean, sure <coughs> when he took off less under tore through the, 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 the middle of Laura Dora defence it was all over yeah. I mean, he, he, he was the star, like he was the main tail he was under, yeah, yeah. And, but no one could actually get a handle on him at all he was he just I, 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 I saw the, the, the two, two backsmen trying to get up to him and you know they just threw in the towel at, at, at one stage but you know uh, I, I still think that Clonera you know will will perform well you know they'll they'll they love performing in Munster now because you know they have been uh, you know how long have they been you know trying to win the win to win a, a county championship so basically they'll they'll really love to go there and represent the county and perform well and give a good account to themselves and I, I certainly wouldn't rule them out for Sunday and as well as that, Pat, you know, I know Kildangan have a lot of matches played in, in simple stadiums, such as like a home field team, but Clandera, the, the pitch in, in, in Tullus will suit, will suit Clandera. You'd imagine it would. I, I was, like Kevin, I was watching the team replay and very impressed in the sense that it was a fabulous game of Ireland and open, but I just thought it was actually very open. And there seemed to be no real thundering tackles or that kind of you would expect. Maybe maybe Tullus take the hurl as well, but... No, it was lovely, lovely hurling in it. But uh, I, I think there's a bit of steel in Clonera. So, and, and as you say, the pitcher suits him. Um, but look, four week, is it four-week prep for Clonera? Um, that can come very well against you. Whereas Kildangan have a lot more mileage up in recent times, whether they're hardened into it or not, time will tell. But uh, I, I, again, like the lads, I'd have to give Clonera a real chance. It's a hard enough one to call because they're coming in, different, they're coming in with a totally different preparation. And uh, as I said, that tip final was a brilliant final. The scores are superb, but... It was so open. And maybe Thorless leads that kind of hurling in general. It's a big peach perfect side and the ball will will, will, will will hop through for you and maybe, you know, everything is everything is is conducive to good hurling. But I'd imagine that 
so now we'll, we'll, we'll try and slow down a little bit and, and, and you know, be a bit more physical with them. I mean, you know, when they have the likes of John Conlon and they have the likes of, you know, a few more of the Lachlans are good, strong lads. And, and uh, you know, you'll be hoping they might make it that little bit more physical. And I think they are capable of doing it. I mean, Fiekel are a very physical team and Clonera certainly had no bother at all with handling that. So uh, it'd be great to see them win it, regardless, forget about the final and, and whether the Piercing Belly Gunner, that's for another day, but to be great to see him just winning, like Corofin beating a tip team below there, to go down and beat another tip team, I think is all good for Clonair, but to be good for Clare Holden as well, I think all those little things mean something, and uh, I'd give him a real chance as well, but as I said, you know, a four-week break might have maybe knocked some of the sharpness out of him, you wouldn't know, but uh, I'd give him a real chance as well. It is a chance for Denny, you know, for both Kildangan and Clonair, it's a, it's a great chance to get into a Munster final, given that Benny Gunner, who easily defeated a very, very disappointing Celsius team, and you'd wonder about the, the state of Club Holland and Tipperary are in Cork, okay. and with the structures they have done, that they, you know we're going to be talking about the clear structures later. But to the very poor performance on Celsius, how do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually think that they have a great chance. You know, um, the the four weeks will do them no harm. I know that there was a good long week of um, so there was no training. There was. <laughs> They even, they even ended up in Portugal yeah. as, part of their, as part of their celebrations. So, you know, and but they're back and they're back training, they're back at work. And, and, and you know, there's, they'll go into this game believing that they can win it. And I, I, I actually think they have the team that's, that's capable of winning it. You know, Kildangan, yeah, they were impressive. And, and you know, any team, any team that comes from four points down with a few minutes to go and, and, and ekes out a win, you have to respect them. But... I just feel there's something about this Clannara team that uh, they they won't fear them. Number one, Torles, if you can't hold them, Torles, you can't hold, and it'll suit him. I think it'll suit the likes of um, Young Amara there and, and things. And you know he's had he's had a tremendous year and and the open spaces he Moriarty along with him as well. Moriarty along with him and you know David Fitzgerald and J- Dylan McMahon and and Particle Auckland and the halfback and mm. uh, you know we've said this a couple of times this year they've been. They've been tremendous, and and Torres will suit these guys, I think, you know. Um, so yeah, I I think they have a real chance, and do you know what? Even if they don't, they're after a great year. So exactly. that's the way they look at it. They'll just go out now, like Corofin last Sunday. The shackles are off. They have their championship won, so everything from here on is a bonus. And if you approach it like that, I mean, we always, you know, we a couple of times we were lucky enough in in the Munster club, but we play our best Holland of the year because there's no pressure to win. You go out and you're just going out and, and you're playing as if you enjoy it. It's not the be-all and the end-all. If you lose it, look at you of your championship in your back pocket. So everything is a bonus. And if they go with that attitude, they have the players, they have the ability. And, and as Pat said, you know, you, John Conlon, Colm Galvin in his last two games has been, he's been back to his best form in a long, long time. And if they're, if they're playing like that... Be a fair team that'll beat him now. Yeah, I was just gonna say, no one more. Ian Galvin, who's probably yeah. one, of the, probably one of the players, the players. He, the, his the, touch has been so the good. Like, yeah. And, and Torres is the ideal side for him. Yeah, he will be yeah. getting in fast ball and he'd be able to take on his man. You know, and he's he's capable of, you know, getting one three or one four in any game, and that'll be could be could be the deciding factor. Yeah. Sean, looking at the Clannera team before we are let finally before we get away from it, Dylan McMahon has probably had a free run all year, right? He's yeah. been marking no one all year. He's been free. Yeah. I can't see John O'Mara alone him, you know, the freedom yeah. of Tullis on Sunday. Yeah. You'd imagine they'll, they'll, they'll tighten yeah, on you, him. You, one would expect that, that 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 they will have a, have a game plan that uh, that will counteract 
uh, Clonair have been very strong in the middle third in that particular area. They 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 really dominated Crushy in, in in you know and I I, I think. No doubt they will come up with a game plan, but they, they're very they're capable of getting scores from very far out as yeah. well, and and you know no matter how kind of a cover you have in the in the in the full back line or protecting the full back line or the half back line, if you're getting scores from midfield, it counteracts an awful lot of that, and it 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 leads to it leads to you know you lose kind of faith in as to how you're progressing, and but at the same time I think you know Danny is right. I mean the Galvins have been inspirational for the past two or three games and couple that with the young fellas that are coming through in Clonera and the shackles are off now and I'm expecting a really good performance on Sunday Yeah we wish the Clonera lads all the very best to look as the time is moving on then we must just discuss our own local club as Hodgie taught of the years Pat we start with your own uh, in Kilinina Oh well <laughs> survival again is the thing uh, last, down to the last game with the Mills and the Mill Mid the Mills were known to be pretty weak intermediate size you know got a lot of Wallapans our problem is if we lose two or three players through injury whether they're top players or not even seen to be top players you just don't have the replacements so it was a question of survival again and uh, I didn't get to the games because the kind of clash of games we were covering so I didn't see them in, in the last couple of games but by all accounts, it was um, just <laughs> hanging on by the fingertips and just getting there. You know, it's not great, and, and we'll be talking about it again. Maybe teams trying to survive it as a certain grade, if they're not good enough for it. I'd be hoping we are good enough if we'd ever be defeat. Uh, doing the 21s. Yeah, it's, a, be, bo- it's a boost. It's going all right. I mean, that's the final with Fiekel, and there's a good few local lads on it. I mean, we seem to be able to perform with Fiekel at under 21 level, but a 21 final there five or six years ago with eight Kilnina starters and seven fecal lads, I think, the year, the year before we lost the final or something similar. So these same fecal lads are going on to challenge for uh, Karen Hamilton and all lads are struggling to stay in Tobija. But there is a lot of interest, you know, Keith Smith is the obvious one, but um, there's a few others there in Tobija. There's a young lad called Darren McMahon, who's a fine young hurler. He's, he's another guy who was injured. And uh, there was a few more lads... Uh, I think uh, Aidan McMahon and Beck was injured as well. So sure, no, no, I And sure, Mark Flaherty is out obviously for long term. Whether Mark will come back to it or not, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to face back when you're 37 or 8 years of age having led the team for, for, 20, for 20 years. But look, um, if the Bible is to be just, uh, it's not where you want to be. And uh, I know with a couple of good county lads now, does the our minor full back is coming into the team next year, Ronan Keane, who had a fabulous year at minor level with Clare. Uh, he is a tremendous prospect. I'd say he'll play midfield or centre forward, but he's very tall. He's very young. He's kind of still stretching up. He's growing very fast. He's six foot three or four now, and I think he's, he has a hamstring issue. So let's hope that clears up. But uh, Garol Keane, his brother, was another lad injured actually uh, in, the, in the in the good forward as well. So look, um, we'd like to be in a better position, but realistically, that's where we are. And I'm just hoping that if we can be injury free next year, we'll at least be competitive, come out of our group and intermediate, and maybe just try and fight for a quarter final place. But we need everybody. Sean, we come down to what I can, you know, a year that promised a lot, kind of finished finish disappointingly. Yeah, but, uh, but a lot of progress ha- made at the same said time. Having said that, I think there was a lot of progress made, and in the in the league, you know, we qualified for the league final, albeit getting a bit of a hiding from Corofin, But uh, as was proved later, Corofin were you know team, yeah. were, were, were were a good team. But I thought our performance of the championship was really good. You know, they topped their group and um, came out. 
you know, beaten Tolle, we beat the beat Tolle in both in league and championship, and the great win against Tobor and Killaloo, and qualified, you know, top. Uh, okay, I, I, and and I thought the game against the Bridge was there to be won. You know, we we put ourselves into a very good position with, uh, at half time, especially. But we, we made a few changes and t- things didn't work, and the bridge finished strongly. But I, I was, you know, I, I felt we, we were very close. You know, it was a game that sh- probably should have been won. You know, but that's that's the reality of it. That's where we are. But uh, you, we, I still think we made a good bit of progress. And hopefully we'll be able to to move on again next year and try and get back to that position and maybe qualify as well for the quarterfinal stages and maybe get through to a semi final. Yeah, and was it maybe disappointing in charm with the twenty ones in so many to me just playing under twenty one it didn't work out. Yeah, that was very disappointing. Uh, I I would have thought that first of all that we we were capable of, of beating the middles and you know I didn't I did that didn't happen and when we had. You know, to, to to take on Kilmelia, okay, I'll be it above at home, uh, but I I thought that game was was winnable as well. But we didn't really perform, and uh, Kilmeli actually surprised me that a few nice classy forwards were able to take their scores. But as a team, we really didn't dominate the game or control the game at no stage. And that was disappointed from our point of view, as you say, with start ten ten intermediate starting. You know, we were probably one of the favourites for that under twenty one championship. But you know, like said, Danny would might think differently now. They're in a, in a, in a county semi final, have qualified, and Kilmele are there as well. So it's probably open enough. Yeah. But the reality of it is that we are gone, and twas is another year missed. And a lot of those players will probably be gone next year. That's that's the sad thing about it. Yeah, Kevin Tuller, you know they last out in the twenty one last weekend as well. They were expecting maybe to go a step further. You know, we, you, you alluded to them earlier on. They have a lot. You know, they semi final, final and down the semi final this year. They'd be disappointed with their lot, but yeah, I, I suppose we we mentioned earlier just about uh, like the Clare Castle of Tones getting relegated to intermediate level, and Tuller probably five years there now, and they're they're struggling to get out of there. Okay, they had a very good opportunity last year in the semi-final against um, or in the final against St. Joseph's but this year I suppose there's just inconsistency there like someday they look like world beaters like they did over in the bridge against Whitehead in the quarter-final um, but then they just didn't show up really in the semi-final against the bridge um, like I think a lot of it might be that like and, and Danny mentioned it earlier probably lacking a little bit of experience and leadership like it, the day the, the 15 that took to the field against the bridge were, were very very young missing the talisman of um, Davy McInerney and, and Dara Curry to me particularly Dara Curry particularly in the forwards like when he's on on the field even if he's only not at 100% he just drives standards he drives another level altogether and for the few minutes he was on against the bridge like he, he did kind of bring him back into it now I know the bridge finished very strongly and got the last number of scores um, there's going to be a lot of soul searching and toilet like on paper there is they are strong and they are strong and they have um, exceptional players like Tony Laden we, 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 we mentioned him regularly and um, Darren Fionn Ryan had, had good seasons as well um, like it, there, there's a makings of a very strong team there. Dan Whitcomb was very impressive in quite a few of the games too. But they have to go back to the drawing board again. Like There's meetings already going on at the moment. Who's going to be involved next year? Um, who's going to be involved in the team? Like it just go, it, the, the years come around very, very quickly. Um, 
the losing to Bellier last weekend in the under 21 wasn't part of the plan either it was always going to be winner take all game and I wasn't adding all the way last weekend but again the kind of left a lot to do was 10 points to one after 20 minutes and like you just wonder like not that incons- or the inconsistency just seems to be kind of a a failing of, of Tullas um, that they have to address yeah um, they did it's up, as I said about look at no year sweeps no no year come long that things can change Denny Broadford winning the junior right championship going well in the 21B or in 21B championship again you know the senior team performed well enough you know yeah. in earlier parts of the championship okay maybe didn't perform again fecal when, 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 when were needed but there's a lot of progress that have been made in Broadford Denny yeah, I think there's serious work going on. To see, you know, <coughs> we're starting to see the benefits of all the, the underage stuff now. You know, we, we're now fairly competitive senior team. Um, they're not easily beat anymore. You know, we're not. Um, we we'd have realistic hopes of making quarterfinals going into the the senior championship. No, felt the fecal game was the the big the big disappointment for us. We just didn't perform. You know, to the to the level that they're capable of. I thought we played fairly well against Carcastle. Uh played second half against their rogue. Uh I thought Bradford played very well. Um, you know, and the seniors I, I would say they had a fairly good year now. Um I w I wouldn't be you know, we didn't make the quarter final, but at the same time I wouldn't be too disappointed. We blooded a few young lads. There's more to come with the young lads, you know. As we saw the juniors we ended up um in that June, we played um, nine of our under-21s were playing the junior. So it was a very young team, and they gave us great enjoyment. We, we had a great year with them. I happened to be involved with them, and you know, they, they were a great bunch of young lads. And we, we can see it still with the 21s. You know, their training last night was lashing out of the skies. We had 26 out of 27 below training, no bother. You know, and, and there's a great... There's nothing else really happening in Bradford, only Holland. So we have possibly, we have everybody that's able to play Hurling is actually playing. Our Junior Bs, which is our third adult team, got to the got to the semi-final of the Junior B, you know, it's our solid quarter-final, and only beaten two points in the quarter-final. Um, so we have absolutely everyone that can play, which is, that's a great testament to the club, you know, and, and our underage is, is really strong, got to the under-14 final. We're in the under sixteen semi final and the minor semi final. So, you know, it it all goes well. Next year you're looking at on hopefully ongoing coming through, even though I believe there's possibly the minors will be something like Cork, we're going to go back to twelve, fourteen, sixteen minor, which it should happen. But if it does, I think the eighteen year olds won't be able to play senior for another year. So, you know, but Having said that, you know, we have talent like Owen Gunning coming through. I saw him last Sunday. Uh, he was exceptional with the, with our under-21s. We were really struggling. Um, again, the market, we were six down. Young Power, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Peter Power. He had one four scored. He was he was really taking us to shreds. We bought Owen Gunning from corner forward to full back. Power didn't touch the ball again. I mean, he didn't touch the ball again. He, Owen was out in front of him every time. He won ball after ball and batted out to the, You know, he's an exceptional young fella. And and he's so willing to learn and, you know, he's so willing to do whatever. You know, he was training two weeks after they, they won that minor All-Ireland. He was down at club training for the, for the under-17s. 
Uh, we have him, and there's a couple of more of that under-17 team that will progress on now to be our intermediate team next year, but Owen will be the one for senior. Yeah. And then you have, you know, hopefully we'd have the likes of Sean Phelan and, and Keane Cremins that won't be struggling with injury next year. So, you know, I, th- I think that we, we might be disappointed enough with the senior, but the rest of it, we, we've had a great year. Yeah. Um, still going great with the 21s, you know, they're, they're, they're an exceptional <coughs> bunch. A lot of them there for the second year and... You know, we'd, we'd have to draw on Bellier in the semi-final now. That'll be a real battle, but, you know, that's what we're looking forward to. And the year isn't over yet, so yeah. it's good. Sean, just a quick one on that, the, you know, the, the, the minor going to the even even age. Is it going to come in, Sean, or what? Uh, you're I, I seeing, genu- seeing, genu- the Cork, seeing the Cork have already yeah. tested. Cork have, 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 uh, have set the tone for that one now. And uh, ironically, uh, a lot of the northern clubs, if, if it goes to Congress or if, if, if it's on the claw, I don't believe, I, I haven't heard whether it is or it isn't, but uh, a lot of those northern teams, that they were always in favour of, you know, leaving it. At, they didn't at, want to change it anyway. No, they never, they never yeah. wanted to change it. And personally, I, I think it was a mistake. I, I, I genuinely think that a, a player at 17 is not fully developed to play a senior hurling. And, and I, I think we, we, we if you go recall back, you know, five or six years of a, a years ago, and and the quality of minor championship when when it was 18, you know, you had really some really great. I, I, I was involved in the board at the time and with some fantastic final, fin- semi-finals and finals yeah, yeah. at that level and and a lot of great players came through came forward uh, as a result to, to play county but I, I think it, it was a mistake but the, the big the, the key issue of course was the under 17 didn't have to play Edo Torlan that was th- that was the turning point and the key point for a lot of counties. Now, whether it's going to be changed or not, I, I genuinely don't know. But Cork, <coughs> uh, you know, as as we o- we often said about them, they're 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 their own people and they make the decisions and let everyone else follow us. And and, and, and you uh, have to admire them. Yeah, you have to admire. And Sean, but following on as well, they've made the rule in where you were after saying there, Danny, where you can you're not allowed to play for your top your top team. You know. As, and that's kind of you can you join it down, yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which but in Cork that's they, they, there's more junior clubs yeah. you know they're going to play with St. Catherine's and amalgamation yeah, the weaker clubs will they'll actually be playing with their yeah. first team even that's though right. junior yeah. in Cork you know yeah. that doesn't happen in Clare no no it doesn't no, it that, doesn't that, that's, that's the, 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 the issue yeah. really yeah but yeah. well, anyway we move on Pat we go down we start with we Fecal ok got to the semi-final the championship they're still in the 21 with G they'll be disappointed with their end but happy with the progress they made under Kieran Callan no question I mean I wouldn't think at the beginning of the year Horace will always be fairly confident in their own ability and all that. I don't think they would have realistically figured that they'd be, you know, in with a shout of getting to the final and that the semi-final was there from as it was and uh, played well in the first half. I think Danny said earlier on they played quite well in the first half for, for a while anyway, uh, but met a, a brilliant team in, in Clondera. But uh, look at their one club, Danny mentioned earlier, every long lad in, in Broadford is playing hurling. I think it's very similar in Fiegel. I've always said that all the clubs you, you watch on as a neighbouring club, they all their hurlers will go to watch the Camogie players. All their adult hurlers will be watching the young lads at a match. If it's under 14 game, the senior lads all don't keep you up at half time. They're all there and they're, they're kind of there, you know, supporting the other lads. And the, the club is their badge of honour. And or genuinely, like, and that's why they are so successful. I mean, the population of England is about 700 people or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. 700 800 people, if it's that. And I mean, they should not be at that level. But they have always produced these players. I mean, go back to decades. I mean, 
the players they've given to Clare as well. So there's a huge commitment to hurling there. Uh, huge commitment from lads to train young lads. You know, you'll always have plenty of uh, lads from the club willing to take 12s, 14s, 16s up along the line and give them good training as well. So, yeah, they're in a good position. One little issue for them is a lot of the core of that team now, that current team is probably in the region of 29, 30, 31. And I suppose if you do, as well as if you don't do it soon, uh, the, the bus will be the bus will be gone. Uh, it's a pity, really. I think that you know they were close enough, you know they were close enough over the last few years to be you know great games of Rare Oak and a few other teams there that they they tested. Um, but look, as, as we saw with Clonair and we see with the Bridge, we see with maybe other teams as well. You do need these extra lads on the sideline to change a game with 15 minutes to go. And more than ourselves, Fiekel don't have maybe enough of those players. But a seriously good team, very physical team in terms of strength. But all the big lads can hurl as well. That's one thing about them. They can all play hurl in good control. I thought they didn't use the ball well at all against Clonera. I thought they ballooned an awful lot of ball in without maybe a bit of direction. Uh, I thought Shane McGrath wasn't able to hit the heights he has been hitting for the last 10 years when he's been absolutely outstanding. And it was a misfortune that it was the year he got to the semi-final with, you know, Flanagan and Big Crow watching that. He probably didn't hit the heights he's been doing two or three, four or five years ago, scoring maybe a goal and 12 points or something. But uh, overall, though, a great club, great bunch of lads, seriously committed to their team, to their, to their club and training and to preparing themselves properly. And uh, all will turn up. They'll never miss anything. And uh, as I said, great year for them. And uh, as far as they're not going away, yes, not going away. Sean, we come over the road to to, to the middles and you know, winning the Clare Cup, and not a, you know they'll be they'll be quite happy with their year. You know they they finished up their championship by be, be beating beating Six Mile Bridge. Yeah. You know they'll, yeah. they'll be in in the last match. They'll be quite happy with their year. Yeah, well, the still the silver in relegation. Really, yeah, yeah, I know. You know yeah. And. Uh, Okay, the the, the Clare Cup was a big thing, and it was played long Clickishan to added bonus for them and and for for the club. But um, I, I suppose the, the the really bottom line at the end of the day is your performance of the championship. The championship decides your set as always, and uh, I suppose they, they, they lost their first game that Clare two points, yeah, and that was a key key. You know, that that was the one they wanted to to build on after that. But uh, in general, they will be they will be happy enough, I, I'd say, and uh, they have. Um, they have, they have a lot of good players, but like what Pat was saying about Fiekel, there's a few few of those players have given savage service to, to, to the Mills, and they have a lot of hurling played, and you know they really have to push on now in the next year or two, otherwise they'll be they'll be over the top, and that's uh, unfortunate from their perspective. They have a few good players as we saw in the other 21, 20 coming up there, yeah. you know some nice quality players, you know, um, and and if they are can gel in and move into the, the adult teams they'll be you know they'll always be the, the one thing about the mills is they'll be competitive and and they'll be prepared for battle uh what they mightn't always deliver but but that's the same in every club everyone goes out with the one ambition in a championship of performing to the best of their ability and it sometimes it it, it works and sometimes it, it actually doesn't and w- we ourselves are similar to that as well you know we we when, when we win a couple of games we feel you know we're on the, on the we're road. on our way but that doesn't that's always you, yeah yeah that's right yeah but it, it doesn't always happen it doesn't always transpire but 
that's all we can do. You can do your best and <coughs> you, you need a bit of a few breaks along the way and get a bit of look and, you know, a, a goal can change and can turn the game as we all know. Kevin, we come over Scarif, local team here, semi-final championship. We're not going to delay them too long. You know, okay, they had won under twenty-one last year. Didn't go so you know beaten by Andy Kilmore. Probably everyone's favourites for under twenty-one a, a this year. A lot, a lot to build on for Scarif, though, isn't there? Oh, a, a huge, a huge amount to build on. Like if you're a Scarif man or a Scarif player in particular. Um, you're going to be hugely energised heading into 2024. I think it's going to be a huge amount of learnings from what the from 2023. Um, maybe just a little bit of maybe variety in their play and maybe have to change things up maybe in the course of matches. Um, the words and working for Corshin that had worked in other games. In other words, getting Mark into the game um, and try and because their team will revolve around him and maybe that's going to be part of it as well. Maybe it can't be just revolving around Mark either. But um, I think the future is bright. There's exceptional players. Involved, there's an exceptional management group there, and if and when and when they kick off their their 2024 uh, season training etc, I think they they'll have big ambitions. Um, reached the semi final this year, very disappointed with their performance. It was probably difficult for them as well because they're very hot favourites going into it too, um, and that's going to be learning for them as well. Um, so <clears throat> they'll be they'll be there thereabouts, but again, it's going to be harder because they'll people will be expecting more and that yeah. level of expectancy and pressure will kind of create create its own issues but um, I think there's the right people involved to manage that the players involved as well they've stepped up like the Keelan Hart in the exceptional year and, and, and others had as well um, so a lot to be positive about and the uh, future is bright without a doubt Denny we go down to Killaloo and you know they, God, they, I thought you were going to America <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not we're, we're, on the, we're, we're staying in East Clare but Killaloo okay <laughs> As it turned out, they had done well enough again, Corofin, that evening over in Tolland Intermediate Championship. But um, a lot of work to be done in Killaloo. A lot of work, I'd say. They'd, they'd be disappointed enough themselves. Um, there's talks now that um, Patrick Colin Nolan has gone to Canada or going to Canada. So if they lose him along with Tommy Redden, they're, they're going to struggle. And they don't they don't have the young lads coming through. You know, they were weak enough in the... The twenty-one. They've gone back and seen. Yeah, 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 and they've gone back at at minor C, and you know, there's I, I know there's great people down there, and I know there's great work being done, but it just doesn't seem that the the players have that drive or interest anymore. You still have a few, you know, but like that, the the Killaloo team that that won a couple of years ago and won the the intermediate championship. There's a lot of them still there. You haven't had too many new. New lads coming in and and with losing um Tommy Redden and as I say if Keen Nolan goes I think they'll continue to struggle and I wouldn't be surprised if they were at uh, at the wrong end in the intermediate championship next year and some unless something really changes you know it's, uh, they'll be disappointed enough themselves with the way their year went even though they did give Corofin a good game but um you know it it, it didn't work out for them and and it is hard to see where they can improve on it. Sean, we got on to open law and you know, they'd be a team that we'd be disappointed with. They did did lose players during the year, but you know, obviously they 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 stayed, they're still intermediate standard, but you know, they didn't really reach the heights they had reached the year before. No, they're they're they probably short a, a few players, um you know, compared to the old Lagunlo teams, you know, back you know, ten, fifteen years ago. They're they're short probably two or three. But they will always be competitive. That's yeah. one thing about Ogunlo. But they, as you say, they're 
they're not able to to get into the final stages of the intermediate championship. But they'll be they'll be still there though. They'll be still. Ogunlo will they're never will, will, will never be easy an easy touch as we have often found. found <coughs> you know, it is it is always difficult to beat. But uh, you see, th this goes back to the structures or the proposed structures. You know. What will they be, inter Premier Intermediate, oh, or will they be just Premier? And th that will probably assist them, uh, probably, you know, to, it, it will help the smaller clubs, you know, or the weaker clubs with the, the less uh, player player numbers. It will probably facilitate them. It will help them in, in the sense that, they, you know, they, they, they'll probably be able to perform at their own grade, basically. Yeah. Pat, why can't? You know, they, they yeah. will be very disappointed with their performance, especially the way they went out of the championship against Tulla. Absolutely, I mean, to get a hammer like that, to concede the three or four goals in the first quarter of the game is unbelievable. I think it was a freak, maybe a freak, but having said that, I think the years of hanging in there at senior, you know, whereas we were all kind of rooting for them as a kind of a lone senior team out, out isolated from amalgamations uh, you know, amalgamations and all that kind of thing, no assistance, and the, the you know, the, 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 the how, how, how plucky they were to keep fighting to stay, to keep their senior status. And uh, we saw them there four or five years ago beating Crack Club beyond in Tulla, and I mean, it was like in All Ireland, and the atmosphere was fantastic afterwards. You know, it was great to see a small club. But I suppose it told in the end, and I'd say maybe for some other players, when they went down intermediate, I'm sure they had great hopes to come back up again. But is it easy to get the hunger going again uh, after, you know, years of fighting to remain senior and eventually caving in and having to come down? Uh, a few players then, Owen Quirk was only back, barely back from Australia for the middle stages of the championship I think you're not going to get him he's, he's a fine fine player but he wasn't going to be his best uh, you know the likes of uh, Colin Burke is gone isn't he and I mean uh, you know two of the players there around a long time Ian Fahey a great servant there a long 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 time Brendan Buckler of course a great servant there a long long time as well um, maybe just again not enough numbers even though to their credit like they have got the most of what they had and uh, we've always admired them for what they've done. But they, they'd be very disappointed. They are, should have been good enough to be in that senior semi-final, the last four of that senior. I tipped them here the night we predicted the championship last, whatever it was, June or July. I, I, I tipped themselves in the bridge for senior intermediate and both uh, both went by the wayside. But they'd be disappointed. Uh, they'd have to regroup. They'd probably need a bit of new blood if they have them. In fairness, yeah. they always seem to produce top, good quality uh, senior players out of it, out of C, C Championship in under twenty minor and that. So, but disappointed they'd be with this year. But maybe it was about to be a, a down year after after fighting so long to stay a senior, and maybe they will kind of have a bit of time now to regroup and think about coming back again. And they'll be a serious danger to anybody next year, guaranteed. And with that, we're going to we're going to to, to call a halt to our program today. And look, thanks to Denny, to Kevin. Sean and to Pat and thanks to Jim in the control talk. We hope you enjoyed our sports line here today on Scarlet Bay News Radio on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM in association with our credit union. And that's the end of part one. Please come back and join us for part two shortly after 3.30.